Yes, I will welcome everybody. Uh, to the audience who's here with us, thank you for coming. Thank you for spending your either morning or afternoon or night with us wherever you may be. Um, we've kind of, we're, we're, we're reading Kate's absolutely wonderful script called The Curtain Call. Um, it's, I'm not even going to bother giving it an intro because our cast does such a good job and you'll just get straight up to speed with it. Um, but this is a big cast. It's a lot of fun. It's some snappy dialogue. And it's, it's I think we're just going to jump right in. Um, to my cast specifically, have fun with this. Um, take a deep breath. Be brave. Let's, let's do it. Um, I'm going to mute my mic and stop my video. Kate, is there anything you want to say? I just want to say that you guys have been fantastic. And Jeremy is a wonderful person and should be involved in everything so oh boy that's way too much i don't do well with with any levels of praise so we're just gonna move straight past this um and let this super talented cast take this away um and i hope everyone enjoys it um fade in interior theater backstage at night Bright lights pierce through the darkness of the backstage as they leak through closed curtains. Frenetic energy fills the area as actors run around, their costumes and makeup immaculate. The atmosphere feels almost hopeful. Sparky, a nerdy and strong woman, attempts to herd the last actor into place. River, I know where you sleep. Get in place. River, his egotistical nature hides insecurity, settles onto his marker in the wing of the stage. Yes, Viejo. What? Yes, stage manager, sir. Watch yourself. He straightens out the sleeves of his costume, a, cost, er, a common trench coat, and runs his hands over his linen shirt one last time. On stage, the curtains begin to open and music begins. River takes a step forward, confident. Interior theater, stage at night. The stage holds a simplistic set that emulates the same vibes as New York City in the 1970s. River steps further onto the stage and it's clear that this is his element. Big city, high hopes. Now I'm dragging my old suitcase down an unfamiliar road. Big city, crowded. Oh. <clears throat> Suddenly River stumbles and falls forward. He hits the stage with a thud. The music slows, the meager orchestra unsure. He lies there for a moment, then pulls himself together. Confused, few orchestra members continue, slightly offbeat. Interior theater, audience at night. Everything about the theater is secondhand. Few seats are filled with audience members who all laugh at River's fall. He tries to get back up, falls again, more laughs. In the front row sits Oscar, the reserve director of the production. He slowly slides down in his seat and hides his face. Act one, interior theater, dressing room, next day. The small room holds racks with costumes that hang from cheap, thin wire hangers. The few vanities along the walls hold mirrors with lights, some burnt out completely. Makeup kits are scattered around the counters, Above each mirror is a piece of paper that has each actor's names messily scrawled across. River enters wearing large sunglasses. Everyone in the room catcalls him. Fuck off. 
Rivers sits at his own vanity. Photos of himself from previous productions are taped haphazardly on the mirror. He takes off the glasses to reveal a black eye. River talking head. Look at my beautiful face. Do you see it? Of course you see it. It's visible from fucking Mount Rushmore. I can't go on like this. It wasn't my fault. I'm the victim here. If they don't straighten this out, I'm, I'm gonna leave. I can't get back into the real theater another way. Uh, let's see what they do without their star. Back to <gasps> Dallas, overly exuberant and obsessive, sits, as it sits at his own vanity. Yo, River! Think you need to lay out the eyeshadow, bud? Aren't the gays supposed to know how to blend? Shelby, a quick-witted lumberjack lesbian, sits in the room in a relaxed position, as far from the vanities as possible. Shelby laughs, and River turns to her. How does that not piss you off, Shelby? He's aiming the insult to you exclusively. Just because I'm a lesbian doesn't mean that Dallas is tossing me in as well. Exactly. <sighs> Dallas reaches to place his hand on Shelby's shoulder. Don't touch me. Shelby talking head. I just get clingy if you show him any kind of affection. I haven't tolerated that since my first girlfriend. Back to scene. Dallas quickly backs off. River looks over at Logan, a transgender man who would rather solve a problem with a joke. His focus is on and off the script in front of him at the far end vanity. A small trans flag is visible on his mirror. I plead the fifth. River, now frustrated, focuses on the young woman who sits next to Logan. Marley, a woman with more quiet and timid disposition, avoids his gaze. Oh, great. Now you're all against me. Suddenly, Sparky appears behind Dallas, as if by magic. None of us are really for or against anyone. That's showbiz. Dallas falls out of his chair, surprised by the sudden appearance. You've got to stop doing that! Can we please have some semblance of professionalism? Oh, we can when you learn not to fall on opening night. Or actually, you know, keep it up. I'm ready to take his role once he's actually fully broken his face. Before River can retort, Oscar walks in, grim, a newspaper clutched in his hand. Behind him walks Kirby, the human equivalent of a golden retriever, excited. Anyone want to tell me what happened last night? River fucked up! I think you all did wonderful. It was horrible. The audience was totally into it. Four people requested refunds. I even gave out an autograph! That was the receipt that you had to write for the refunds. Bottom line is insurance is going to be breathing down my neck if we don't sort out what happened? Anyone want to fess up? I would like it on the record that I think it would benefit my health that I leave this company. Oscar talking head. I hate to say it, but we need River. He's the only idiot in this place that knows what Broadway is like. And his face is pretty nice as well. Don't tell him I said that. But fuck me if I don't want to drop him on the side of the road. Back to scene. Now, 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 let's not be so dramatic. Isn't that our whole job? Oscar holds the newspaper for everyone to see. The headline reads in great bold letters, Pratt Fall Bombs Opening Night. 
There was a re reviewer in the audience last night, and they did not fail to deliver. On a scale of one to ten, how nice was it? And negative five. Uh, ticket sales for tonight are abysmally low. And what do you want us to do about that? Oscar pulls a bundle of small flyers out of his jacket. I need you to hit the streets. And what? Yell at people who pass by? I need a couple of volunteers to go and hand out these flyers. The lead of the production does not have to pour himself out. Perfect. You two will be the faces of the production and hand it out. Oscar reaches out and holds the flyers steady in their direction. Shelby talking head. This is going to go down in flames. And I can't wait. Bye, Pyro. Interior hall day. Oscar pulls a visibly upset river to the side. Thank you for doing this. It's, it's great publicity for such a star to connect with people, you know? Of course, of course. Well, we don't, want, uh, we don't want Dallas to get a big head. Right, as always, nothing slips past you. Oscar talking head. It's almost too easy. Exterior theater, street at day. The street outside of the theater is lined with small town shops. River and Dallas stand stiffly near one another, each hold their own stack of flyers. You should go that way. Me? 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 You? Oh, no, you? No. You. Me. You. No, you. No. <sighs> you. You go that way. I'll go this way. Why do you get to decide? Because I'm not the reason we're out here. You really want to play that game? I've already won. We'll see about that. <clears throat> First to get rid of their flyers wins. First to get rid of their flyers by actually handing them out to people is the better actor. Yes. In your dreams, kid. River stalks off. Dallas looks at the camera. I'm 25. Interior theater, stage day. The theater has a despondent atmosphere during the day. The house lights flicker and the cloth on the seats has seen better days. Sparky sits in the front row, a watchful eye within the venue. Micromanaging is an art. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. The siege of Rome would have been done in a week if I'd been there. Oscar and Shelby stand on the stage. I've literally checked everything. And don't you dare insinuate it's Sparky's fault. Her floors are impeccable. I don't know what else it could have been. We could always reenact what happened. Logan and Marley enter and sit next to Sparky to watch. Shelby sets herself to where River was before the curtains rose. She tries to copy everything River did, but exaggerated. I'm River Elway, the best actor on Off 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 Broadway. This production wouldn't be the same without my experience. Don't forget his dashingly handsome looks. Shelby takes a few steps forward. My straw jawline and live body help me prance around the stage. 
Shelby imitates a weird attempt at a jump that amuses Logan and Marley. I absolutely live to make Shelby's life hell when she runs the spotlight. Shelby suddenly trips and slow motion falls to the stage. Her face exaggerates the shock of the action. She flattens herself and weakly reaches out towards Logan and Marley. Please never forget my face. Shelby then drops her head down onto the stage and her arm goes limp. Logan and Marley jump up in applause. Logan acts as if, it, as if he's tossing roses to Shelby. Shelby throws a kiss Logan's way. Marley seems wistful that she wasn't the recipient of the kiss. Marley talking head. Danny, you're muted. Guys, just go from that line. Go from Danny talking head and let's just keep rolling. It's just a crush. She's way out of my league. Back to scene. Thank God I sent River and, and uh, Dallas out. If they saw this, we'd never hear the end of it. You are unintentionally diabolical. You did send those two out to talk to normal people? And those poor, poor people? Logan, Marley, I need you both to go out and get some good publicity for tonight. Do you have more flyers? Oscar reaches into his jacket only to find nothing in the pocket. You can just go out in your costumes, right? Um, that's a form of advertisement. Just run through some of your lines. Neither Logan nor Marley look like they hold excitement for this new development. Logan talking head. I'm not completely comfortable with doing this, no. I knew going in that it wouldn't be easy, but sometimes I just don't want to stir the pot, you know? Oscar better not expect me to shave now, or he'll get a five o'clock shadow at tonight's performance. But I bet River would be fine with kissing a bearded lady tonight. End of Act One. Act Two. Exterior theater, streets, day. Hit me with your best shot, plays. Dallas attempts to woo women. Some appreciate his face and take flyers. Others do not. River attempts to quote prose at both men and women that walk by. This isn't as successful. Dallas takes off his, takes off his shirt to show off his nice body. This gets a few more flyers taken and leaves Dallas in the lead. River discreetly tosses a few of his flyers into a trash can. Dallas puts a few of his flyers into River's pile while River harasses more people. Dallas hands off a flyer to a passerby and now has only one left. Uno, bitch! This is just not on my level. River throws a glare in Dallas's direction, now more determined than ever. Exterior, exterior theater, street stay. Logan and Marley walk down the street, both in their costumes from the show. Marley wears a pretty slip dress. Logan's costume shows just barely a hint of residual curves with an empire waist dress and billowing sleeves. Both have tasteful makeup on. Exterior bar, day. Logan pulls Marley to a stop in front of a rundown bar. The door to the bar suddenly bangs open and a large bar patron walks out. His cowboy chic clothing a bit dirty. Can we pick a different one? 
what dirty redneck isn't your style don't worry babe it'll be fine trust me marlo talking head logan's the best he pushes me to try new things he's definitely a jump first ask questions later kind of guy back to scene marley opens the door for logan to walk in first interior theater stage day shelby and oscar stand on the stage have we really been over everything Yes, there's nothing wrong. There's got to be something wrong. Shelby talking head. River fucked up and doesn't want to fess up to it. It's that simple. If Oscar makes me do one more thing to find phantom tech problem, I'm gonna lose my damn mind. Prelap, a chainsaw buzzes. Back to scene. Oscar stands lumberjack style, a chainsaw in his hands. Sparky now stands between Oscar and the set. I think we should take that part, that set piece apart over there. I fucking dare you. Hand it over now and nobody gets hurt. What? You don't have one? Fine. Oscar powers down the chainsaw and hands it over to Sparky, who disappears backstage. Sparky returns. She now holds a wrench and a hammer in her hand. She offers both tools to Shelby, who doesn't take them. I'm not doing it. It's simple enough. That took me hours to put together in the first place, because this theater wouldn't know what a decent tool was if it bit it in the nuts. Oscar wanders over to the part of the set. It's you or him. What can you do it? I facilitate. I don't participate. At this, a loud bang fills the theater. Oscar stands in front of a collapsed section of the set, a single nail in his hand. It was loose. Sparky shoots him a death stare. Did it for me. Hmm, the benefit of having a job after it's done? I'll do your laundry for a week. Two weeks. And you pay for the laundry. And you pay for the detergent. One and a half, and you still give me the quarters for the machines. Two weeks. Shelby takes the tools, sarcastically salutes Oscar with them, and then walks towards the set. Interior bar, day. Garth Brooks-esque country music fills the air as Logan and Marley enter into a worn-in, well-used country bar. Patrons fill the bar. The room quiets as they notice the new faces. An obvious redneck, Bo, turns his attention towards the pair and lets out a whistle of appreciation. Hey, hey, not too often we see such uh, pretty ladies around here. Ladies are usually attracted to better-looking bars. <laughs> okay, I like a woman with sass. Hey, uh, why don't I buy y'all a drink? Why don't you bring a few of your friends here to a show tonight? Mm, what kind of show? Down at the theater. Bo's demeanor changes, quickly changes as he takes a closer look at Logan. His mood is no longer flirty. What are you? A man in a dress? I pull it off better than you ever could, babe. 
Marley talking head. This is what I was talking about. Back to scene. You trying to start something? I don't know, am I? Of course not. Enrique, you're muted. Can you unmute yourself? Uh, guys, go from uh, Bo, you trying to start something. You trying to start something? I don't know, am I? Of course not. Hey, let's keep things simple, you hear? Or I hold my right to ask you to leave. Let's just go, okay? We came here to sing, and we're not leaving until we do. Bo gestures towards the back of the bar at a small karaoke stage where a drunken patron slays. Logan drags Marley over to the stage and grabs the microphone from the drunken patron's hand. Go drink some water. <laughs> Let's watch the circus, boys. <laughs> Logan ignores the comment and throws an, encourage, an encouraging look Marley's way as a song loads on the machine. Lady Antebellum's bartender begins to play. Now there's only one thing left for me to do. Slip on my favorite dress and sky-high leather boots. Check the mirror one last time and kiss the past goodbye. What, what I really, really need now is a double shot of crown. Chase that disco ball around till, till I don't, don't remember. They receive a splattering of applause as they stop. If any of you handsome cowboys want to see more, then swing by the theater tonight. Tickets can be purchased at the door. Thank you for your time. They step off the stage and pause at Bo's seat. That good enough for ya? Logan and Marley continue out before Bo can answer. The door closes behind them both. Exterior theater, streets day. River, desperate to hand out his last flyer, hones in on Mrs. Jones as she passes him. You look like somebody who would enjoy a night out at the theater. No, thank you. She picks up speed in an attempt to outpace River. I, I really just need you to take this flyer, okay? River tries to shove the flyer into her hands. I don't want you to keep the paper. Just take it? <laughs> River reaches into her bag to place the piece of paper inside. A scuffle ensues. You need to back off. I will if you just stand still and let me give you this. Tries to lunge for her bag again, only for her fist to meet his face as it connects with his good eye. River oh. falls to the ground. I said no. River holds a hand over his eye and rests his head on a concrete as she begins to make a call to the police. Oh, shit! Act three. Exterior theater, streets day. Logan and Marley arrive at the theater to see a police car in front of it. A small crowd circles, up, circles around, curious. River leans against the vehicle, weak in the knees. His hand covers his rapidly swelling eye. Mrs. Jones stands in front of him. A police officer addresses them both. Dallas has his cell phone out and takes photos of the event. Some attempted selfies with River and the police officer included. Dallas talking head. Best day ever. River's fucked. 
I'm so close to taking his role, I can taste it. Interior theater day. Logan and Marley rush into the theater to find the set completely torn apart. Uh, Sparky, that's you. Go from uh, the interior theater day. We're halfway down page 19. I turned around for a fucking minute. I'm fixing it, aren't I? When Sparky, I love it when you're angry. Uh, Y'all, there's a code red happening outside. No. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oscar looks over to Marley as if in a desperate attempt, or as if in desperate hope that Logan is just messing with them all. Marley confirms the situation. Exterior theater streets day. Oscar frantically exits, exits the theater to find the officer in the small crowd that surrounds them. I'm so sorry, officer. What did he do? What I did? Look at what she did! River gestures towards Mrs. Jones and then lifts his other hand off of his eye to show the bruise and swelling. He now resembles a raccoon. You assaulted me. Now, listen. Assault is a strong word. Mm, what word would you prefer? I just tried to hand her a piece of paper. You shoved it into her bag. Whose side are you on? The one not getting arrested. Does this mean I'm playing the lead tonight? Oscar turns to Mrs. Jones. I am so sorry that this happened. He leans in closer to her as, as he attempts to exclude River. We try to keep an eye on him. He's a little special, you know? You're special. Oscar talking head. Directing is just a glorified babysitting job. I want a man, not a boy. A man to work with. To work with. Um... My brother told me that this would be a great opportunity to start my career. I'm gonna kill him. Back to scene. Is there any way we could work something out? Um, would you like free tickets for tonight? Why would I want to see his face again? Well, don't you worry, we'll be out of town in no time and boss will even throw this guy into consent classes to get him on the right path. I want him in handcuffs. If we really put on technicalities, and I, I really do love those, punching someone in the face is classified as assault. Now, don't get me wrong, Mrs. Jones, I'm all for a lady defending herself, but look at this average looking man's eye. He's gonna be foraging in the garbage soon enough if those black rings don't heal. I wouldn't, I won't lie, I wouldn't be that much of a hardship to see him go, but even animals have rights. Go fuck yourself. Dallas, River, that's enough. Sure, yes, sir. I want him ticketed, at least, and escorted into the theater. In cups. <gasps> My pleasure. Oh, uh, that wouldn't really look great for the show right now. Well, neither is forcibly shoving things into a woman's bag. Yeah, yeah here we are. The officer approaches River. You're not touching me. Sir, please don't make this harder than it needs to be. 
Yeah, River, stop being a bitch. Dallas, <laughs> shut up. River, just go back into the theater. River glares at Oscar and then Mrs. Jones as the officer cuffs him and then escorts him back into the theater. Dallas pulls a handful of flyers from earlier and hands them out to the members of the crowd. Tonight, seven o'clock, come see this handsome man, me, of course, as the lead. Oscar grabs Dallas and shoves him towards the theater. Oscar then reaches into his pocket, pulls out a ticket, and presents it to Mrs. Jones. Here, please take these. I want to offer something to, to thank you. You can bring a friend. Mrs. Jones takes it and Oscar, takes it and Oscar, unsure of how to say goodbye, bows awkwardly before he hurries back to the theater. She then aggressively throws the ticket into the nearest trash can and walks away. The curious bystander quickly pulls it out. Interior theater, day. Oscar and River stand in the wing, both frustrated. They step closer and closer to each other as their argument commences. Why do you have to pull things like that? Oh, I'm sorry. How dare any of us fall out of line under the great Oscar's rule? You know it's not about that. Of course it is, because nothing. I'm trying to keep this show alive. Getting these cops involved is definitely not something on the list of do not attempt. She hit me. You assaulted her. Stop yelling. You're a child. My vocal cords. You're a child, you're a child. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you're a hotness. The production stands off to the side, unseen by Oscar and River. They actively watch and enjoy the argument like one would a tennis match. I'm throwing another bell into the pot. Washington? A Lincoln. I'm feeling confident today. Oh, come on. This deserves at least a Hamilton. You haven't been this active for at least a week. Marley talking head. There's this bet that's been going on for a couple of months now on when Oscar and River are going to admit that they have feelings for each other. Back to scene. I'll put in a Jefferson. That's my girl. Shelby talking head. Those guys are totally going to fuck. Interior dressing room day. The cast sits at their stations. River glances at his mirror periodically to try and see if there's any way to fix his new appearance. Shelby storms into the room. All right, shit for brains. Everyone but River gives Shelby their attention. Shelby looks over towards Logan and Marley. Not you two. You guys are perfect. I am this close, this close to losing my mind. So don't push me. We are going to call this little meeting the truth hour. It better not be an hour. Mm, what was that, Brooke? How original. Suck it, puddle. Xavier attempts to throw a balled up piece of a script at Dallas's head, but Shelby intercepts it. And this is the newly dubbed ball of truth. Who wants to go first? Oscar gestures and then catches the ball. So, River, are you going to stick around? Or are you going to run away like you did your last production? The atmosphere quickly grows tense. 
Suddenly, Kirby busts into the room and waves his phone around excitedly. I've got good news and even better news. Oscar throws the ball of paper at Kirby, who fails to catch it and gets hit in the face. Oh. Any news is good news at this point. Well, I was just watching my important business videos on YouTube when I hit next video and this came up. Kirby hits play on his phone screen, and River's voice can be heard from the small speaker. River jumps up out of his seat to watch, and everyone else quickly follows suit and huddles around Kirby to see. In this video, River finishes the last line from the previous night's performance and then falls, but this time in slow motion. Right as River trips and begins to fall, the video pauses. It is evident that the cause of the fall is an untied shoelace. Wait a Fucking minute. I knew it! We all knew it. They all turned to River. You tripped over your own damn shoelace. It must have caught on a nail or a screw or a loose board or something that was sticking out of the stage. Shelby lunges at River, but Oscar and Logan quickly hold her back. We checked that entire area a million times and found nothing. George, we lost your audio. Can you take that line one more time? Don't we checked that entire area a million times and found nothing. The set is flawless. Don't start shit you can't end. I mean, I did tell you to tie your shoelace before you went on stage. Everyone turns to look at Marley, who shrugs in a what-can-you-do manner. I don't remember any of that. Oh, if you want, I can keep playing it. They put it on an hour-long loop. <gasps> How many people have seen this? It has... A thousand views! Oh, isn't that wonderful? You're famous, River! Finally. Karma's a bitch. River leans down and repeatedly hits his head softly on his vanity. Shelby talking. This is beautiful! Not only is this no longer my fault, but River's face is going viral and not for any reason he'd like. The raccoon looks a nice touch, too. It's on me tonight, boys and girls! Back to scene. Looks like you don't have to give a shit to justify taking off now. Go get dressed. Let's get tonight's show on the road, people. We've got fans to satisfy. Oscar leaves the room. <gasps> oh my god, you guys. We should start a blog! We could get a fan base going! Oh my god, wouldn't that be fantastic? We could even sell merch! That's a great idea! Oh my god, I have to start it right now. He runs out of the room, his shoulder hits the door frame in his haste and causes him to spin and almost drop his phone. He throws everyone a thumbs up and then disappears. Exterior theater, evening. The bar patron from earlier, Bo, holds a couple of tickets in his hand. Behind them, there is a line of people, around 30 or so to buy tickets for the night show. Bo talking head. Yeah, 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 I gotta admit that the guy has a set of balls for coming out dressed like that. 
I almost respect it, you know. I, I brought Joe Bob out to show the, the dude in the dress. These other people have been talking about some video on the internet. I, I guess a guy falls on his face in the show. Yeah, it should be fun. Tag, interior dressing room. Kirby sits at River Station in the dressing room. He holds a handheld video camera and points it towards himself. Hey, viewers, watchers, stalkers. Ah, we'll figure out that later. Welcome to Kirby's Corner. Today we're sitting at River Elway's mirror. Kirby turns the camera towards the photos around the mirror. He zooms in on a photo of River in a nice tuxedo at a red carpet. Oh, doesn't he look handsome? Kirby turns the camera's focus back to himself. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. River buys his tuxes hella cheap. If Walmart had a formal wear section, he would be the first in line. That kind of cheap. But he still manages to look so hot. Uh, River, you're muted. Dan, take that last line again and go from there. Oh, but he still manages to look so hot. Why are you in my seat? River appears over Kirby's shoulder. Kirby zooms in on River's face. Say hi to your adoring fans! This is ridiculous. I'm getting Oscar. River leaves. <sighs> You're no fun! Kirby looks back at the camera. Oh. See you next week. Kirby sets the camera down at the station. He thinks he's turned it off, but it continues recording. He takes off after River. <sighs> You've got to stop pulling daddy into this. Oh, River! Oh, End of show. Amazing, guys. Thank you. Um, I, I, yeah, have cast everyone pop back on. Um,